God sent Jesus to pay for my sins so that I could be declared righteous, so that I could be called righteous, so that I could get in on Jesus' ticket. It's not that I'm any better, it's that Jesus pays for my sins. Let me give you an example of this. Let's say you had lived a lifetime of crime and you get caught and you go to court and you get convicted and you're given a life sentence for a lifetime of crime. And the judge sitting there in his robe puts the gavel down and says, you've lived a lifetime of crime and so you're gonna, send, uh, you're gonna serve a life sentence for the rest of your life. And he hits the gavel. And then to the shock of everybody in the courtroom, the judge gets up, takes off his robe, and walks down and stands beside you and says, but I love you, and I wanna show grace and mercy to you. So I'll tell you what, I'm gonna serve your sentence for you. And you hear a, gra a gasp, and the oxygen is sucked out of the room because the judge has just now become your savior. Are you guilty? You're still guilty as everything. But now the judge has become your savior and says, yes, somebody's gotta pay for your sin and I'm gonna pay for it. That's exactly what God did for you. When you break God's laws, you pay God's penalty. When you break man's laws, you pay man's penalty. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means somebody's gotta pay for all the things I've done in life that hurt other people, hurt myself, hurt God, and all, you know, all of the things that I've done wrong in life. Somebody's gotta pay for them, either me or somebody else. And the judge says, I'll be the savior. And I'm gonna come to earth in human form and I'm gonna die for your sins, Rick, so you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to pay for it. You can be with me forever. Do you understand why the gospel's called good news? Hello, it means everything you've ever done wrong in life or ever will do wrong in life has already been paid for by Jesus Christ on the cross. He said, it is finished, not I'm finished, it's finished, what? Paying for all the sins of everybody. That's such good news. You see, this is the difference between Christianity and every other worldview, philosophy, or religion. Every other religion can be summed up in one word. It is the word do. And everybody just has their own to-do list. And one religion will say, you gotta do these things and God will think you're cool. And another religion will say, you gotta do these things and God will think you're cool. Christianity is not summed up in the word do, it's summed up in the word done. It was done for you 2013 years ago on a cross by Jesus Christ. It is finished, it has all been done for you. Now, Lotus, there's a, a book in the Bible that explains this in quite detail. It's the book of Romans, and there are 10 chapters that, that deal with this very issue. But Romans chapter 3 really gives a synopsis. Let me read you a little bit of it. There on your outline. For all have sinned, and all fall short of the God's glorious standard. In other words, we're none perfect. None of us measure up to God's standard. We don't even measure up to our own. Okay, now that's not good news. In fact, it's not even news because we all know that we're imperfect. Yet, it says, here's the good news, now God, in his gracious kindness, that's his grace, declares us not guilty. Unrighteous becomes righteous. I'm now declared not guilty. He has done this, 
not because of what I've done. He has done this through Christ Jesus, who has freed us by taking away our sins. For God sent Jesus to take the punishment for our sins and to satisfy God's anger against us. We are made right with God, that's righteous. We're made right with God when we believe that Jesus shed his blood, sacrificing his life for us. That is the good news. Jesus gave us two symbols and he said, I never want you to forget the sacrifice that I've done for you so you can go to heaven. And he gave us two symbols, one's called baptism and one's called the Lord's Supper or communion. Baptism is a symbol of Jesus dying, being buried in the ground and raised again. That's why in the Bible, every baptism in the Bible is you're buried underwater and raised again because it's the symbol of Jesus' death, burial and resurrection. Jesus goes down to the Jordan River, is baptized by John and, and comes back up. The other symbol is communion, where Jesus takes bread and wine and says, this is gonna represent my body and my blood. And when he said it, he hadn't even gone to the cross yet. He said, this is my body and this is my blood, which is given for you. Second Corinthians chapter five says this, verse 21. God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. In the Old Testament, there's an entire sacrificial system of the scapegoat and the sacrificial lamb who take the sins of the nation. It's a symbol of what Jesus would do for us one day. Titus chapter three, verse five. God saves us not because of righteous things we've done. In other words, wow, I'm really impressed with that. God doesn't save us because of what we've done, but because of his mercy. So this is the good news. First, I can't make myself righteous. I can't myself make myself, there's not a snowball's chance in hell you're getting into heaven on your own effort because you're not good enough and neither am I. But good news, God sent Jesus to pay for my sins. I accept by faith what God did for me. 